We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Friday, Roto Grinders fam. We're closing out the work week once again. Justin Carlucci here with Chief Will Priester. Late season NBA Chief. It's a love hate relationship, and there's a lot of hate. Man, uh, what a disaster it was for me today. Uh, I mean, I had uh, <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon. He he uh, he gets hurt. Seriously, hope he's okay. Porzingis comes back. I knew what I was getting into. He's hurt. I didn't play Giannis, but Giannis got hurt. I mean, just a wild slate. Um, you know, and those injuries in, in critical spots. I mean, get game changers for you. Uh, you know, Johnson putting up big numbers. I mean, shout out to our good friend Squirrel Patrol. W- will he get caught tonight? I don't know. Uh, I mean, the guy's put already put up a monster. Uh the man's just a genius. Um, and, and really, Luch, you know, as crazy as this sounds, I don't want to I don't want to multi enter because I don't feel like sitting in front of my computer. Like I want to sit here and watch the draft tonight. And, you know, so single entry has kind of been my friend. But, man, if something goes wrong in single entry, your night's done. Yeah, you get it's five, over with. You get like five times value from a player that doesn't even cut it anymore with the way things are going. No. On. Negativo. Quick, quick, yeah, terrible but- re- recap is Porzingis was 60 plus percent owned. Terrible. And then he got hurt late. Giannis went to the locker room early, came back, I believe, then got hurt out for the rest of the game. And, you know, you might say, well, if you don't have Giannis, dodge the bullet. Well, not necessarily. Because if Drew Holiday or Middleton carry enough ownership with their usage bump without Giannis for three and a half quarters, well, then you're also in trouble if you don't have a piece in that game, too. And guess what? I was this close to firing up Bobby Portis tonight. And I, I, but here's why. I always want to fire up Bobby Portis in spots that I think there's blowout potential. Because if he gets 28 minutes, 25 to 28 minutes in a blowout spot, the guy's got 30 to 40 point upside. I'm not sure where he is currently um, with, with Giannis being out, but I do want to look it up because he was – I do know he was low owned, and I think he had at least 22 in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. So I want to get idea. Isaiah Stewart strikes again, 44 fantasy points. Uh, and this, this is FanDuel scoring, by the way. I was giving our good friend Kelly Olenek a hard time at center at 8,100. Well, uh, looks like the egg's on my face. He's at 40 in the third quarter. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, I am trying to find... Uh, uh, Kent Bazemore, 28 in the third, which is very reasonable. Bobby Portis, 25 in the third quarter, Luch. He's probably going to get close to 40 here if he's going to continue to get minutes. So it's just one of those slates, man. Not worried about it. Guess what we're going to do? We're not going to fire it up tonight, but we're going to fire some Lion King in the morning, get our, get our spirits lifted high, and we're going to get back at this thing. 
that's the thing when you multi-enter and you play in the $3 shot or you play in tournaments with 80,000 entries, you might X somebody out on a player pool if a team's totally healthy. Well, out goes Giannis. In comes a few Milwaukee reserves that could crush just by chance for seeing 20 minutes, something like that. And, that, that's and I would have had some Portis had I been in multi-entry mode tonight, for sure. So like, you know, I always play Portis in a blowout spot, when always. You take, when you take stands and you limit your player pool, it is totally risk and reward. You almost have to in this day and age trim the players out. But, for example, you know, hypothetically, if Carl Anthony Towns would have got hurt, well, you better have some Nas Reed shares or you better have some Hernan Gomez shares in situations like that. Listen, we saw the Malcolm Brogdon thing. Didn't really – none of the backups really balled out. I mean, Karis LeVert had that immediate usage bump. He had 30, what, six real points. Didn't have a ton of peripherals, no blocks, no steals. But he had 45 FanDuel points. He had a great real-life game, you know, mediocre fantasy game, no peripherals, no defensive numbers. But, you know, you see what happens when players go down and – you just better have a sh- have some shares of these extra guys, you know? I mean, like for example, let's say you have some Bobby Porter shares, right? On a normal slate. Would, like, maybe you set your build rules to, like, not have Giannis and Bobby Porter together or whatever, you know, what, whatever it may be, something like that. So it's just haywire, man. Porzingis, you know, 60% hurt. Brogdon hurt, you know? I'm sorry you were a big casualty of that. I had a lot of shares of him in the, in the big uh, – FanDuel tournament as well, and just crazy. The Bears trade up to, to get uh, Justin Fields. By the way, wow, we are we are live. So if you're living under a rock, and by the morning you don't know, it's been a crazy 10, 11 picks so far. We've seen a couple of trades. Yeah, and, yeah. Bears uh, traded up. Eagles traded up and got uh, Devontae Smith. Bears traded up and got Justin Fields. So, and it made sense for I think it made sense for a lot of teams to do some of these trades because. If you don't need a quarterback, you know you're probably going offensive lineman or maybe somebody in the defense. Uh, and then with what the Giants had done by picking up Kenny Galladay, I, I, they probably feel like their wide receiver room is okay. They probably felt like they didn't need, uh, you know, some of the, I guess, big-name guys that, that we were thinking about. So I think them, them trading, they probably picked up an extra pick in the draft. I like it. Um Bears got a steal here, I think. They finally did something right. Uh, He's probably not listening to the podcast, but shout out to my man, Legend. Uh, I mean, they got him a quarterback now. And in fact, I'm going to tech, I'm going to hit Legend up on Twitter while we're live uh, on the pod here and just congratulate him on this pick uh, because they needed it. They needed it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. How many games we got on Friday? We got eight. Looks like we have eight. Eight NBA games. Here's the kicker. We'll have to see what happens with Giannis. He didn't come back Thursday. They're not going to force him to play. And they're playing a high-tempo Chicago team without Zach Levine. So I guess we'll get to Milwaukee because they play one of the later games. But right off off the rip, you know, the Giannis injury Thursday affects quite a bit. But anyway, we have Atlanta and Philly, Chief, and – Man, these two teams just played. I feel like one team always blows the other team out. We have a lot of questionable tags. Trey Young's questionable. Capella's questionable. Bogdanovich has a questionable tag. I mean, what's the point of even making a lineup before 645 Eastern anymore? Yeah, I mean, all these questionable guys, it is what it is, man. Like, we're just going to have to sift through it. Uh, I do think, and I, I guess I think I've kind of talked about this. If these guys are able to play, they're going to play, man. You, you know, I, I've been on standings watch. I want to continue to be on standings watch. The Hawks are at five. They've lost two in a row. They need to keep winning to, to stay ahead of the fray. Like, I do feel like the Hawks would prefer to play the Knicks. Look, I don't think they're going to beat the Knicks, okay? I'm just being honest with you. But I think they would prefer to play the Knicks over a Milwaukee team that's been pretty battle-tested here in the playoffs, have made it the past three, four seasons. And I do give teams the edge when they have playoff experience. Yes, I know the Bucks have not, you know, uh, performed at their potential, right, for the playoffs the past few years. But experience, man, is a big deal in the NBA playoffs. Look how long it took Michael Jordan to get a championship. It took experience. It took new coaches. It took, so there's a lot that goes into this. Bottom line, I think if, if everybody's healthy – they're going to play, and that doesn't help us at all currently 
because, man, all the best guys are questionable on the side of the Atlanta Hawks. Not much interest in this game anyway, but I do think it's important because we need to know who's going to be in or out because uh, uh, Bogdanovich could very well be a play if he's the main scorer on this team. Yeah, and if a couple more guys are out, then a guy like Lou Williams gets kind of interesting, you know. So keep in mind, or they can very well lose by 30 again, like they did the other night to Philly. So, Which is yeah, definitely I, possible. It, it's not even worth breaking down all the hypotheticals and what ifs of how many of these guys are out. We just don't have enough time. So, anyway, yeah, got to get that Atlanta news. Good news is you will get it because it's the earliest game on the schedule. So, yeah, you know, don't waste your time early in the morning until you get Atlanta news. Figure this thing out. See if there's any sick value that opens up. But on the Philly side, you know, same stuff, right? Everyone's fairly healthy, so. I mean, for me, it's probably it's probably Embiid or nobody for me. You know, I'm playing single entry, something like that. So I'm good. I'm good on Philly. Yeah, there it is. Let's kick it. All right, let's go to the next one: Boston and the Spurs. Are we going to? Uh, I healthy- mean, I, I think. I think. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So we're going to get a healthier Boston roster on Friday. What's the deal? Uh, slightly healthier. I mean, well, and what ended up happening was Marcus Smart was actually just suspended. So, uh, I, I, you know, he's back. Uh, Kimba Walker is doubtful. So, and look, even though Kimba's out, I still feel the same way now. I'm not excited about playing these guys from Boston. Jalen Brown's 8,500. No, sir. Um, Jason Tatum, 9,400. Can't do it. Not with Marcus Smart, Bragg. I, I, I'm going to be a full fade on Boston here. I think I don't. I don't think I'm playing a single person, and kind of the same thing for San Antonio. I know Derek White is out, but Dejounte Murray's 8,300. I know he put up 50 the other day. I get it. I, I just I can't do it, Luke. So this whole game, man, I, I I hate to say it, it's a full fade. I'm not invested in any players from San Antonio, Boston. Not a one. Yeah, these are two teams where I need to see some more guys out at these price points. Of course, Derek White is out. You know, I don't hate Evan Fournier, but not with everybody healthy, so I'm I'm passing on him. And eh, I don't know if the matchup's good enough where we talked about last week how you can play a guy in a game that doesn't have any usage bumps if the matchup's pretty good. It makes sense. But, you know, against Boston, I think Boston's just good enough and just slow enough that I don't have a ton of interest in DeRozan. Uh, You know, Murray's a little bit cheaper. But I'm not going out of my way to get exposure here. Not on this slate. Not with these games that we yeah. see with the later on the card here that have higher totals, higher pace. So I'm with you. I'm with you. And of course, we got to talk about Russell Westbrook and the Wizards because whenever he's on the slate with his buddy Brad Beal, things get interesting. What are you talking about? This game seems really exciting. Uh, you know, I, I, I like Westbrook. Oh, Westbrook is a guy I just I kind of just keep playing. Now I did not I didn't I did not play him in that last game against Cleveland where he put up 38. I still think that's an anomaly. I trust Westbrook. Um, so I I still like him here. 11K on FanDuel. Um, he's someone that I, I'm very interested in. I do want to see where the ownership is. He hasn't been coming in with high ownership. Ironically, with Washington, we've got Alex Lynn playing mid-20s minutes or low-20s minutes, let's say 23, 24 minutes, getting close to mid, but we don't know if this is going to be sustainable. They could very well pull the plug and he could play 13 minutes again, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, but it is it is a trend that that, that I noticed. Uh, Daniel Gafford seems to be, you know, out of the rotation here these past couple of games with, with very low minutes. Uh, Bertans playing – I just – I don't like this team, man. It's just Westbrook. It's just Beal. Rui Hachimura is too cheap, but I can't trust Rui either. It's West, it's the Westbrook and Beal show. I think Garland is still interesting. He's 8K on DK, which is some stickers, shock stuff for sure right there. But look at the assist. Well, I think I want to see what happens with Sexton. Yeah, Sexton's out. I'll, I will consider AK for Garland. I know he won't be super popular which is great. But look at that assist rate. Nine assists, 10 assists, 10 assists, last three games. He's put up 47 and then 33, but then 50 DK points. I mean, he's been pretty consistent. He's scoring in the 20s. 
You know, almost 75% of his games, he's scoring 22, 23 plus real points. Uh, in the last three games, he hasn't even shot 50% from the floor. He's shooting under 50% from the floor. And he's still getting enough peripherals, doing some other things to make value. And he's playing the Wizards. So what is Darius Garland on FanDuel, I got to ask? Oh, 7,800. I mean, look, if, if Sexton's out, I'm in. But I need this Sexton. This is very important. Sexton's 8,200, by the way. I don't care if he comes back or not. I'm not touching Sexton. Uh, Osman, 5,700. I, I don't think I'm going to do that either. He's pretty much hit what, what I feel like is his, his match price for me. Kevin Love secretly played 35 minutes against Orlando, Luke, put up 35 fantasy points. In consideration on this slate, I think, if we think he's going to get 35 minutes. In consideration at 5,700 against Washington. Yeah, I think he's in consideration as well. Still no Hartenstein, still no Larry Nance. Like, uh, this is fantastic. Notorian Prince. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty much guaranteed 25 minutes with upside for 35. I don't hate it. I'm with you. When are we going to get a vintage Kevin Love performance? Friday. I'm talking about like a 20 and 20 game. Friday. Like, when is that coming? Friday? Friday. Friday. All right, my man. If he's going to do it, it's going to be it's going to be now, right? Gotta be now. It's now or never. Go ahead and get your trade value up for the summer, buddy. Come on down to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you do with Jared Allen in this matchup? Oh man, I I think if Jared Allen comes in as a last piece, I don't hate it. I mean, we see he put up fifty six in this spot the last time. The, the thing is, a lot of guys are out. If this game is competitive, especially if Sexton is out, Allen's probably a lot more in play at sixty eight hundred. A lot more. Oh, man. Kevin Love playing 35 minutes last game just kind of – like, is that an anomaly? Or – he shot 11 times. Ten of them were threes. This guy's – he's still trying to do the Euro 4 thing. Maybe we won't see a 15-round rebound game ever again. Maybe we will. <laughs> yeah. You know? Guy had 34 DK points and shot two for 11 from the floor. You know? Hey, what does that tell you? He's got He's got some – more, more meat on the bone. Imagine if he shot like five for 11. Low regression, positive regression. Yes. Or positive progression. Progression. Yes. If we, if we can pick up some beat writers speak on, you know, if he'll see those minutes again Friday, I'm interested in love. I am. If, I don't know. That was just some left field stuff randomly getting 35 minutes, right? Like just out of the blue. Yeah. Try to pick up on some of that stuff, yeah. guys. Because that, that he would be a big piece to what's going on. So, yes, I'm with you. Ninety eight hundred, too much for Brad Beal with Westbrook healthy. Ah, uh, for me, yes. I haven't been playing Beal at all. Like, I, I don't feel like the ceiling is quite there. Like, like he had at the beginning of the season. And, and look, I I know he, but but let's look at his game log for Fanduel: thirty four fifty. 45, 46, 52, 45, 49, 39, 38, 48. He's not killing me. Even if he puts up 50, I'm not dead in the water at 9,400. So uh, I'm I'm okay with not playing Beal. You know what? Rui's back. I'm probably off Beal. I think they correlate a little more than the public might perceive with yeah. one another. So I'm all right. Yeah. I mean, if I had to play two players, it's just Beal and Westbrook. But clearly, I'm playing Westbrook almost every slate, man. It's it's a no-brainer. He's 11K, and he's pretty much going to stay around 11K. I, I, it's a no-brainer. Here's a game that's going to be fun, Portland and Brooklyn. <laughs> this just screams like 246-point total without looking. I don't know what it is. However, Kevin Durant's on a second leg of a back-to-back. Is he going to play? Who knows? Kyrie Irving sat out on Thursday. So you would think maybe Durant sits and Irving comes back. And if Irving comes back, he's 9,400 on DK against Portland. So you know what that means. Yeah, I mean, big-time performance, man. Big-time performance. I do want to start on the Portland side on this one, Luch, in terms of the pricing. Look, Damian Lillard is down to 8K, Luch, 8K. Here's the bottom line. They've blown teams out back-to-back games. Dame has been well on his way to like 45-ish with upside for 50. Like he's been well on his way 
I do want to see how the roster shakes out. Is this game going to be competitive enough? I'm not sure. Yusef Nurkic, 7,700. He played 19 minutes against Indiana, put up 32 fantasy points. 21 minutes against Memphis, put up 29. And he gets one of the best center matchups on the slate. 7,700, Luch. We've seen the Brooklyn bump in effect almost all season. Almost all season. Uh, Let's not stop the train now. Come on, ride that train and ride it. Let's get it. Quad City DJs, for those of you that might be uh, trying to figure that out. Get on the Nurkic train, folks. I mean, it's leaving the station, and it's not coming back. And when it arrives at the next station, it's going to have a handful of points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. I, 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 love, I love Nurkic here in this spot. Um, it's probably pretty much Dame and Nurkic. I'm not really big on CJ when Dame plays. I know CJ had some monster performances earlier this year, but just in normal situations, CJ isn't going to burn me if I take the fade. Dane, Nurkic, Luch, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, you look at the last two games Nurkic played, you pointed out they were all blowouts. Minutes weren't there for most of the starters. Played 21 minutes against Memphis at 29 DK points. Pretty damn good point per minute ratio, according to my terrible math ability. Oh, Indy, 20 minutes, 33 DK points. Crushing. Okay, so the previous three games that were competitive, he played 29 minutes in each of those three games. So dare I say he plays 30 to 32 in a close game against Brooklyn at 7,100, and he'll probably go for 40-plus, I think, at least. If he plays 30 minutes, he's going for at least 40 against Brooklyn, in my eyes. Yeah, uh, correct. That's where I'm at. And I'm talking about Nurkic here, just to just to clarify. But, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Lillard at 92 on DK, I'm passing probably. Here's the thing. I mean, it's going to get interesting with whatever Brooklyn news comes about after morning shoot around. If Durant still plays and he's off the leash, he's 8,900 against Portland on DK. So if if things remain as they are now, even if Kyrie plays, I mean, he's still got to consider Durant at 8,900 against Portland because he can play 30 minutes and crush at 8,900. So this is more integral news. You need the Atlanta news off the rip. But you definitely need whatever Brooklyn's going to do with resting whoever and being on the second leg here, back to back. So, because this is a great game environment. This, sure. I think, is this this might be my favorite game environment of the slate. I don't. Who's the last two games? Uh, uh, Washington at Cleveland's going to probably be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is definitely trust me, top we, two. we got some we got some snoozers coming up, but then we got one at the end of the night that could get real exciting real fast. It it really could. It really could. So let's let's go to sleep real quick and talk about Orlando and Memphis. <laughs> oh, however, Jaron Jackson is out and Grayson Allen's questionable. I don't know. You know, Bali Miss Molly, as the Chiefs would say. I'm seeing 8,500 next to John Morant against Orlando, and I don't think I can. I don't think I can go there on this slate. Don't think I can go there. Yeah, and I've got I've got 7,800 on FanDuel. Oh, yeah, I will say this. Here's the deal. Jonas Valanciunas is probably one of the best values on the slate at 6,800 on his slate. That's with no cheap. Jaron Jackson. That's at at 6,800, I mean, he's got upside for 50. This team still needs to win games. Uh, you know, they're, they're not out of the woods yet. Like, they're in the eighth seed. They're 31 and 30. Uh, Warriors are 31 and 31. And they are playing Minnesota as we speak. So, I'm not sure what the score is in that game. Uh but yeah, man, it's I I don't think I want to play Ja with uh in this spot with Valentunis back. I'm not sure what we're gonna do with Brandon Clark. He was thirty eight hundred, but now he's up to forty four hundred. So he's kind of off my list. I think Kyle Anderson at fifty five might be okay in this spot. His minutes have kind of trended down and trended backwards into the wrong direction. Don't really like it as much, but I mean we know he's got some upside. And then they've kind of been in two uh, different games, too, because I'm looking at these minutes for the players. You know, Dylan Brooks played 22 minutes, 21 minutes against Portland. We know Portland blew them out. I think there's been some blowouts here recently, which has kind of cut into these guys' minutes, which is also cut into their production. But I, I, I do think because of the pricing on FanDuel, there may, there's value in Memphis on FanDuel with these prices. Once again, JV, 68. We're going to get Brandon Clark at 44 with no Jaron Jackson. Kyle Anderson 
Melton at 55. You already talked about the fact that Grayson Allen is questionable. you got De'Anthony Melton at 43, Dylan Brooks at 54, and Ja at 78. Not as interested in Ja, but I do think JV is probably going to be a staple of lineups. Incredible. Yeah, different story on DraftKings. I will say Brandon Clark at 3,800 is interesting. Finally saw about what? Oh, yeah. Saw about 20 minutes in the last two games. I don't know, I played 19. You think we can bump him to 25 with no Jackson? Uh, I don't know, man. 25 still might be a stretch since Tillman's still kind of looming around. Even if he plays 21, 22 minutes, you know, 3,800, I just find it hard to believe there won't be any other value that opens up by Friday night. So as of now, with what we know, you know, I would consider Brandon Clark but that could probably change by lunchtime on Friday. It's there, there might be somewhere better to go, but yeah, different story on, on DK with the prices here of the Memphis guys, Orlando might be a quick one for me. Here's the thing, Luch Chuma Okiki will not be suiting up for this contest. James Enos is probably going to play how many minutes? I don't know. 20, 28, 30 minutes. Dwayne Bacon's going to pick up more minutes. Uh, is Terrence Ross going to play? Nope, doubtful. Look, man, I'm looking at this Orlando roster. <sighs> they don't have anybody. Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter. Like, bro, James Enos is probably going to play 35 minutes here. They're very, very shorthanded. So <sighs> I don't like this game but there's too much value to not consider it for their prices, right? Like Dwayne Bacon, uh, we saw Gary Harris have a big game. He's 5,800 now. I'm, I'm not paying 5,800 for Gary Harris. That, that, that's fool's gold if I've ever seen it. Uh, so he, you can just scratch him off the list. But a lot of these other cheaper pieces, I don't hate it. Shumo Kiki being out for this team is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – it might even give Mo Bamba a little, a little bump, you know, depending on what they want to do, what they want to experiment with here. I mean, NS4500, don't hate it. There's a lot of guys at these prices I don't hate. There's Dwayne Bacon is probably the most appealing one here, just with the minutes and, and his uh, shot volume that he's shown recently at 4,300. Like, I don't mind any of these guys. But I think they're super volatile and pretty scary to roster. So I just probably would rather go somewhere else on, on DK, to be honest with you. Yeah, I get it. So Milwaukee, Chicago. This is a big deal. This is the one. And, you know, Vuce has a Q tag, but he's probable. Um, I think this is an interesting spot for him when he plays at 10-1, especially if Giannis is out. We won't know. We don't know right now. We don't know if Giannis is out. But if he is out, you know, you got Drew and Middleton. We know their usage situation rises significantly. If Giannis is out, you're going to see Chalk Bobby Portis at 5,500 on DK. You'll probably see some DiVincenzo. 48 on FanDuel. That's a lot. 48. If Giannis is out, eat the chalk. You're going to need those raw points, in my opinion. Here's my question, Luke. If they sit Giannis tomorrow, how do you think they handle the rest of this squad? Do you think they say, you know what? We're playing the Bulls that are injury riddled themselves. No Zach Levine. Let's just give our guys the rest. What if they sit Middleton? They sit because you know Divincenzo's been like right on the edge of playing and not playing every day. This feels like a spot where Divincenzo could possibly sit. Drew could sit with a tight back, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Chris Middleton sits with the elbow. It, this just screams. And we talked about it yesterday, that the fact that Milwaukee could sit because they were on the front end of a back-to-back. Well, now they're on the back end, and Giannis tweaked his ankle in the first minute of the game. We, we could be looking at a full-fledged Milwaukee value situation. I'm just putting it out there. No guarantees. I'm just putting it out there, Luch. And then you got a problem because you have Bryn Forbes at 3K on DK. You have Connaughton at 36, who people like playing. If they rest the whole squad, Brooke Lopez probably won't play. 
which is a shame because if Giannis is out, I like the Brook Lopez move for GPPs. If How much just, is Jordan Awara? If it's just Giannis on DK, I like Brook Lopez at 4,500 for tourneys. Yeah. Nawara's 3K. So you have. I mean, psh. you have Nawara, Teague, Kuruk's on the team now. You have, uh, who else you got? Brent Forbes and. And uh, that's it. You have four. No, you have five. You have five 3K guys on Milwaukee that I can see having in your multi-enter player pool if the if Milwaukee rests two to four guys on Friday. And don't forget about Tanasis Antetokounmpo, who probably get extended run as well. Yeah, not Giannis. Tanasis. Thirty. It, 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 it could get really interesting. Really <laughs> interesting. And how far ahead of time are we going to know? It's a nine o'clock game. It could be one of those grimy Friday nights where seven o'clock lock, seven thirty game, seven forty-five. Man, nah, squad's getting off tonight, Chief. Squad is sitting. Yeah. Then what? It's it's. It, what a uh, nightmare! Look, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. It is a nightmare, Luch. You're right. I don't know whether to tell you that single entry or play multi-entry. They both have a ton of cons this time of the year based on how much you're willing to risk and the volatility around everything. It's tough. It's flooding. Yeah, man. Chicago side of things. Voose is going to play most likely. We know that. Well, you know, if the Bucks sit a bunch of guys, they might do the whole, you know, I'll one up you and sit my guys too kind of thing. But Anything you can do, I could do better. Really? I don't think they will, though. These young guys want to play. Kobe White hasn't played this many minutes consistently all year. He will be a big-time play on this slate if these guys sit. I'm telling you. What's his price tag? He is 6300 I'm willing to pay that if everybody on Milwaukee sits. I'm more than willing to pay that. I mean, you'll get a fast pace. It'll probably be like a YMCA-type atmosphere. So I don't hate that. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. We've seen Patrick Williams' minutes get really reduced recently. Playing 23, 22, 22, 23. So that's interesting. And maybe Daniel Tice has something to do with that. You know, getting, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, Tice is seeing a a bump in minutes. Still don't know if I want to play a guy like him, though, on this slate, if Moose is active. I, I just, Chicago's kind of a mess, too. There's so many bodies there now that, they really seem to allocate their minutes pretty evenly with some of these role player guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like who are the only people that are guaranteed big minutes on Chicago? Boos and, and Kobe White at this point? Is that it? Yeah, that that's it. So that is what it is. I'm with you, I agree. Yep, that is it. Now there was some Utah news. Now, Phoenix, we know Phoenix is tough to target against, Chief. Why? Because they're good defensively and they play slow, but you have no Conley now, and you have no Donovan Mitchell. Oh, good Lord. Jordan Clarkson, 7,300. There you go, pricing Algo. Wow. (laughs) He's 6,300 on FanDuel, that shooting guard. Ingles is 58. And what does Bojan have to do to get priced up here? He's pretty much almost cranking out 30-point games almost every game recently, unless it's a blowout. And he's 5,300. I actually, as crazy as this sounds, Lutz, I think this might be a game that we can get involved in because we think it's going to be competitive, right? On FanDuel, I'm getting access to Devin Booker today at 7,500 bucks. I think that's fantastic. I'm I'm more than willing to take a stand on a guy like Devin Booker on this slate and hit the lock button, Lutz, at 7,500 on a team. Look, this isn't Sacramento. They're not about to get run out of the gym. I promise. Phoenix is going to show up and compete. Uh, if they do at 7,500, Devin Booker is a great play. I'm not saying I'm going to lock him. I'm saying it's definitely something I would consider on this slate, looking at the overall distribution of talent. Yeah. I don't hate it for a tournament move. 7,900 on DK, Chris Paul, 7,800. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Ingles is up to 7K on DK. 
Last time they played Utah, Aiton, 46 fantasy points. Wow. Devin Booker. Devin Booker, 41 fantasy points. It seems like Niang might slide into the rotation more again consistently. Chris Paul, 45 fantasy points. Man, you're just whispering all kinds of numbers over here. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying I think this game is competitive. I'm looking at these scores. These guys put up big-time numbers the last time they played Utah, and now Utah shorthanded. Uh, Niang is definitely going to probably be in play. Just want to put that out there, though, Luch. I don't like this game completely because I know it seems slow, but if it's competitive, I'm in on it, and I like these prices. Yeah, I like Niang. I think he slides into the rotation. Again, he's show you know he's been involved a lot more, and now without without Conley again Friday, yeah. And we know Royce O'Neal. I mean, he's questionable too. Royce O'Neal is out. I'm all in on Niang. Yeah, he's going to play 35 minutes or close to it. We're live here, and the Bucks game's winding down. It's 132 to 131 Houston. It's like a 2K score on rookie mode, and you're just greenlighting everything. But this is what happens when Giannis is out. Where does the usage bump go? Drew Holiday has 64, Chief. Monster Luch. game. Oh, man. I don't. You might be having a monster night. Jesus. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't have enough PMRs. Guys are more PMR behind me. I have, I have a lot Listen, of problems. So, so let's talk about this. Uh, I, I, I don't think the people. Well, mind, we have one game left, and it's Sacramento, L.A. Like, right, we've blown through this podcast. Luz, this is record time for the Bubble Brothers because we have a whole lot of shenanigans going on each slate. So, first of all, let's talk about this. I think this is fun stuff here. Squirrel Patrol is at 457, and the person in second place is at 425. Elise Johnson. He had Elise Johnson at less than 0.1%. He might be the only owner of Elise Johnson. Who knows? Listen. He got Steph Curry at 51, three minutes left. They're down 10. They may be going down. Drew Holiday with 64 with a minute left. Brunson-Hardaway combo. Durant with 61. Porter with 66. Isaiah Stewart with 44. Alice Johnson with 55. And Carl Towns only has 40. This is incredible. I mean, I never squirrel, get that you, like, you just – you deserve to win when you put up scores like this. Squirrel is going to be pushing 500 fantasy points. I never get Carl Towns right. Here I am. I'm in fifth. Like, I'm in fifth, but I don't, I'm not going to hold. I probably end up losing money uh, on the night because I think I'm going to slide out of the top 10. But, you know, I, I have 420. Yeah, if I tell you I have 427 without knowing any other context, you're like, wow, you, you probably took it down, right? Like just not knowing anything else on a given night. Yeah. But, well, well, here's the thing. Westbrook for MVP is on your tail, and he's got Hernan Gomez with 27 yeah. left, yeah. and that's what's going to kill you. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to slide out. There'll be a handful of people that pass me. That's fine. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. You're sliding right now. It's okay. Yep. Uh, yep. Man. Yep, yep, yep. And that's what I'm telling you, Lutz. Think about that. All that work. You put in all that grind, and you – and, and you still got to have a little bit of luck to get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm losing money. I'm in seventh place right now, but I put in so many. It's, the ROI is ridiculous. The rake is crazy. And you know what you sign up for. You take your stands. And I almost had it. Here's what I did. I locked in Killian Hayes. He doesn't know how to put the ball in the basket. He sucks. I, I don't know. I mean, I, okay. He's, he's in the NBA. He doesn't suck. But he sucks. <laughs> Two real you. points. I don't even. He probably pushed 30 minutes. Two real points. Um, but I locked Killian Hayes, you know, if he scores 10 points, he crushes at 3,900. I locked in yeah. Jalen Brunson, great first half for Brunson, ended up going for 25 because Tim Hardaway, who didn't do anything earlier this week. Hey, 42. You, know, you, you know how this goes? Come on now. Yeah. Well, I have Tim Hardaway. I played Hardaway and Brunson on that team. I'm not complaining, but the re- yeah. how about, how about Kevin Porter tonight, chief Kevin Porter? How about it? Did we not talk about Kevin bomb. Porter recently? Yeah. 60 bomb. Yeah, he's 60 a 70 bomb. bomb. 70 bomb. Oh, he's still going. He's going. He's like the energizer, buddy, man. He ain't stopping. Hey, man, listen. Shout out to my band Squirrel Patrol. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Here's the crazy part. I'm looking at this lineup. Yeah, I don't think he's going to lose. 
Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to lose. I think he's got it in the bag. He's in a good spot. I think he's got it. In, this this is incredible. Seventy two to be exact. I don't think I don't know if these guys play tomorrow. This is incredible, incredible. Oh, the Bucks. Yeah, they're. I mean, the game is a is a marathon right now. So, and they're losing <laughs> to Houston. So yeah, that was that was a, a a fun little stack. If you played enough exposure of the non Giannis pieces on Milwaukee. Mostly Drew. I mean, because Christian Wood, quiet 50 night. Went for 50, quietly. Quietly. Yeah. Yep. By the way, Mac Jones goes to the Patriots. Wow. How about that? They got their guy? One of their guys. Interesting. Yeah. We'll I see. missed the draft when it started. Jared Stidham. Now, Jared Stidham, now QB3. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so the Sacramento game. Let's get this over with. Let's get this over with, Chief. We got bigger fish to fry. Fish. Seafood. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes. So we got Tyrese Halliburton up to 74. Buddy healed 72. There's no Harrison Barnes Friday. Harrison Barnes is out. That's a big deal. Darren Fox is out. Marvin Bagley is probable, but I mean he'll be on a short leash. Uh, yeah, if you, don't don't play Marvin Bagley, please. Yeah, do not do that. Don't do it. Plus, Rashawn Holmes is back. He's playing, you know, mid low twenties. Yeah, yeah. Metu's Metu's going to play big minutes. Yeah, he he should. Hassan Whiteside didn't play at all. How wow. about that? Now that's a big DNP coach's decision. That's big. Yeah. Man, he can't find a home. Everybody hates him. This game was weird. Everybody just kind of played some minutes. Classic Luke Walton doing some weird stuff. End of the year. I, I'm looking at the minutes on this team, and I don't even know how he pulled this off. It's incredible that he was able to squeeze this much juice out of this lemon. No De'Aaron Fox. He played uh, Jemias Ramsey, five minutes. DeLon Wright, 26 minutes. This was against Utah in a blowout. Tyrese Halliburton, 30 minutes. Terrence Davis, 20 minutes. Uh, Justin James, 16 minutes. Kyle Guy, 8 minutes. I mean, he's just this – is, this is incredible. How do you even do this? It's awful. Do you have any interest in Anthony Davis, 9,100? I'm, I'm starting to get mild interest, especially in a spot against Sacramento – you know he's not going to have the ownership tonight at 9,100. He puts up 55-ish. And, I, and look, I know that's a stretch, Lucho, okay? I'm, I'm fully aware that that could be a stretch. But what if he hits 33 minutes, 34 minutes tonight? I don't think he will. But he had 26-5 and two, two assists, two blocks, three steals the last game, which, of course, the peripherals helped him out. And I do know that Andre Drummond is on the team, so I'm suspecting – that his rebound numbers are going to go down. But we're playing the Sacramento Kings. If you're going to play Anthony Davis at 9,100, isn't this the spot where you take a chance? It sure is. Absolutely. It sure is. We know how bad the Kings are defensively. Maybe he sees 33, 34 minutes. I don't know. Maybe they're getting ready. There's only two weeks. You got, you got to get your tune up now. Two weeks left in the regular season. That's it. It is game time, yeah, man. man. It's game yeah. time. Get the oil changed. Get the tires rotated. Change the windshield wipers. You know, uh, get the wiper fluid exchanged. The brake fluid. All, all that stuff. We, we, we got to get juiced up here. Full tune-up mode. Change the wires. We need you, Anthony Davis. We got to ride this thing to the finals, buddy. You know, LeBron's still, you know, on his, uh, on, on his hiatus. But look, here's the thing. LeBron needed this break. They said, so LeBron has been sidelined more than a month with the right ankle sprain. And watch this. They say he's in light on-court work. I got to believe right before the playoffs, LeBron James is ready to go. This is the longest break he's had probably since maybe his first season with the Lakers with that groin injury when they just sucked and he didn't need to play anyway. And then he went and won a title and needed time off. He's getting his time off. LeBron will be back. Uh, we're a couple weeks out. This is going to be exciting. He's getting tuned up right now. The car's in the garage. 
They got the they had the rentals out for a couple months, but it's time to put time to return the rentals and get yes. the Maseratis back on the road. Yes, yes. So I like Anthony sure. Davis for tournaments. I like it. I like yeah. it. For sure. That's it. Another made messy, it. messy Mama. There goes that man. Messy slate. A lot of news we don't have. What are you gonna do? Nothing we can do about it. We did our best, yeah. folks. Did our best. <laughs> yep. So GPP food of the day. We're Come on, kick save- us off, Luch. I know you've gonna- got something in your back pocket. No, we were gonna save something for today. Do you remember what that was? Oh, absolutely. Cereal, my friend. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. that's why I'm gonna let you kick it off because you know you gave us a beautiful new cereal that's hitting the shelf. So I'm I'm gonna let you start out start off there, and we're gonna get this thing rolling. Oh yeah, we talked about the new Dunkaroo cereal, which I did not grab from the grocery store, but I- I'm thinking about it. So there's so many cereals, Chief. Right? That's that's the hard part. You have some classics. You have some classics. When I think of classics. A pour a bowl of Frosted Flakes, classic. Maybe some Rice Krispies. Yeah. There aren't many cereals I don't like. I don't like. There aren't many that so, I So let's do like. this. Let's talk about the alterations to the classics, right? I grew up, and it's, it's, it's insane how good this is to me, Luch. Cutting up bananas, putting them in my Frosted Flakes, and pouring that ice cold milk over it. I mean, it's just it's just a party in your mouth. Like it's incredible, incredible. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could uh, throw some some raisins in your raisin brand. You know, a little more. You know, some people are into that. Not about me. I like adding some sugar to some Rice Krispies. You know. Oh man, it's, it's it's the best. It's the best. Stir it up. Make sure that sugar is circulating. Through the process, we don't want it at the bottom of the bowl, Luch. We want it in the mix, right? Get in the mix in the Rice Krispies. I also don't think the non-name brand stuff is is like is much. Is I think they taste the same most of them. Like you know, you you have like the household thing, and then on the shelf below, and like the bag, you have like you know the uh, the one B. But I, to me, I don't think it's any different. So. Oh, I think it's different, but but I'm yeah. not bougie though. I do think it's different, but I'm not bougie. I can still eat it. Let, let's go childhood here, right? Let's go childhood. Yeah. So my favorite childhood, I'm, I'm going to give you one of my favorites, and I'm going to give you one that I grew up on that you just don't see as much anymore. Let's let let's let's see where we're at generationally. My favorite cereal of all time is Cap'n Crunch, the original. Not all berries, not Cap'n Crunch. The original. That's like my favorite, right? Okay. As a kid, here's something I grew up on. A cereal called Kaboom. What do you know about Kaboom, Luch? Man, Kaboom. I, I, I was not a Kaboom guy. I, not that I disliked it. It's never, never really had it in the house. I, I was a big race Krispies. We, I, I would eat kicks. We'd have some kicks. But I do like mini wheats. I grew up eating some frosted mini wheats. So, but yeah, good Captain Crunch call. I was a peanut butter guy. Original's good too, but I did like the peanut butter. But Kaboom, I've had a couple of times. I like the dude on the box, first of all. <laughs> I always like the dude on the box. I'm a sucker for good marketing. Yeah. If there's good marketing, I'm like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to grab that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And look, here's another one that, that I had at home as a kid. Um, and I, I didn't like it as much, but I ended up kind of growing a little fond of it. King Vitamin. Do you remember King Vitamin, Luke? I King do. Vitamin. How about that? I do. I do. I, I'm to trying. Me it to... was like a lesser version of Captain Crunch. It's a good. That's a good comparison. It's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find a list of cereals that like are discontinued because you know there's so many. That they tried putting out there. Okay. And specialty cereals, right? Yep. My favorite specialty is Rice Krispie Treats cereal. They don't do that anymore. Rice Krispie Treats cereal was really good. Ooh, yeah. Wow. There are some 
some oldies on here of uh, cereals that, you know, didn't stick around for the long haul. Banana Frosted Flakes. Oh, see, I just cut up my own bananas. Yeah. Kellogg's Cinnamon Mini Bun Cereal. Oh, yeah. 90s, right? Yeah. Is is, uh, cinnamon French toast on there? Is French toast still still French toast crunch? French toast crunch is on there. Yeah, see, that that was a good one though. I was, French I was toast a, crunch. I was, was a good. big fan. Yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah. One would say it, it rivals cinnamon toast crunch. One would say, but you know, that's a classic. That is a classic. Man, yeah. what is this? Oh, Nickelodeon had the green slime cereal. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. my god! Incredible. Anyway. Yeah. So. I don't know what I'm going to have a bowl of tomorrow. I got to figure it out. I'm going to have to run out, grab some cereal. Maybe I'll grab the Dunkaroos, try them just for the hype. See, you know, see what they're all about. Oh, man, Chief, Oreo O's. You remember them when they were? Oh, yeah, of course. I know you're an Oreo guy. Sorry, Hedda. You know, of course. One last thing. Have to drop the Cheerios. Cheerios, you know, frosted I was a, Cheerios. I was, a, I was a honey nut and apple cinnamon. Those, those are my two. Got to have some O's, man. Yeah. That's it, man. We'll be back on Monday with the morning grind. The work week is wrapping up. Good luck in late season NBA, folks. Tread carefully, tread lightly. Just when you think you have things under control, you're getting a late notification and you're you're stepping out of your movie or you're back on your computer. The significant other might get mad at you because you're spending too much time. I mean, listen, if you're not, if you don't have access, do not play. You might piss money away. Yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. If you're around, go for it. It's just, yeah. it's only going to get worse over the last two weeks. Once playoffs roll around, we'll have those rotations. We won't have those surprises. Then we'll have some fun. Then we'll be able to give you some good insight 24 hours ahead of time. Oh, yeah. we're go- It's going to get real saucy. It's going to get real saucy, Luz. Chief, anything else before we head out? Nah, man. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with the Bubble Brothers, man. We appreciate the support. Uh, love you guys. Big shout out to Super Draft. Super Draft, DFS, really, really interesting dynamic they're bringing to the DFS industry. No salary cap, just multipliers. So you still have to pick your players wisely, but you can pick whoever you want. Check it out. You can have whatever you like. Ooh, stacks on deck, Chief. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Maybe we'll bust out the Patron this weekend. We'll see. Maybe we'll take down a GPP. Anyway, Super Draft. Promo code GRINDERS, G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S. There might be a surprise waiting for you over there, Super Draft. So, Patron on ice, Chief. We could have whatever you like. Right now, I'm ready to get out of here. And I wish you all the best of luck this weekend. We will be back on Monday morning on the NBA Morning Grind. So, for the Chief, Will Priester, I'm the Luce Justin Carlucci. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and good luck, everyone.